Hello, and welcome to the Mind Your Marketing Podcast, the space where I, Allison, from AllisonReeves.co, explore mindset and marketing by sharing others' entrepreneurial stories. Every week, we dive into a success story and learn how guests started their business, grew their income, overcame struggles, and mastered their mindset. For more training and takeaways and transcripts from each and every episode, check out the blog at AllisonReeves.co. And now, on to this week's episode. All right. So today we have Kendra Perry today with us, and I'm super excited to chat with her. Kendra is a former multiple six-figure functional health coach, um, but now she's an online business strategist for health and wellness coaches and practitioners. And I really can't wait to dive into her story and how she pivoted and why she pivoted and what she's doing now that's working for her and her clients. And so with that, we're just going to jump right in. Kendra, I would love for you to give yourself a more thorough introduction, and then I'm going to ask you a million questions. All right. That sounds amazing. Well, thank you for having me, Allison. I really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, I'm an online business uh, mentor strategist for health and wellness coaches. And the reason why I help health coaches is because like you said, I used to be one. That's how I got started in my business in 2014 was as a health coach. And the reason I ended up in that um, uh, industry is because I was having a lot of my own health issues in my, I believe like early twenties, I started to get cystic acne after taking this uh, birth control pill. And for anyone who's had acne, they know that that's uh, it's rough. It really like crushes your self-esteem. I was super obsessed with it and trying to get rid of it. And, you know, the doctor essentially offered me like more birth control pills, antibiotics, Accutane, none of which really appealed to me. So I started kind of looking into alternative health and that's kind of my, was my gateway into it. And then later on in my twenties, after, you know, years of partying and doing drugs and being crazy and not taking care of myself and hating myself and all of that, um, I ended up having a pretty severe health crash that led to an eight year struggle with, um, chronic fatigue, chronic insomnia, undiagnosed Lyme disease, that sort of thing. Um, so I sort of pursued a career as a health coach, uh, with two purposes to help myself, but also to start a new career. Uh, cause at the time I was working in forestry and, um, forestry is a very physical job and I just really didn't have the energy for it anymore. Plus I, I'd injured my knee and, um, I just, yeah, I just couldn't really keep up with that anymore. So that's kind of what started me into, um, health coaching and then eventually transitioned in 2019 over to business coaching after, um, you know, honestly, I got really burnt out with health. I was obsessing over it in myself because this was during my, um, my struggle with my health. And I was, you know, researching constantly trying to figure out what was wrong with me and then trying to figure out what was wrong with my clients. And I, I kind of just needed to take a step back. And so I transitioned over to business coaching and then I actually ended up hiring my own health coach just so I could kind of fully just let go of all of that. And then I've been doing, um, business coaching for health coaching since 2019. Awesome. I feel like the, how did you get into forestry would be like a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like my, my first question. Um, yeah, I love that. So you're kind of like classic example of someone who had the struggle, got over the struggle, taught others how to get over the struggle and then did that 2.0 when you hit like the second wall. It's very much like, mm -hmm. um, in Russell Brunson's book, Expert Secrets, where every entrepreneur kind of has this story where they have the success and they help others with the success, but they hit another wall before they kind of get yeah. to their 
they're like real things. And so you've used a lot of different tools in your health coaching journey. I have so many questions. Um, <laughs> so I know like some of, some of the things, like some of the reasons why you and I connect specifically were like, I have an interest in um, like breath work and mm. I've been dealing more with the like, okay, I've, I've got all the practical stuff down. I have all the digital marketing certifications. I've been business and marketing coaching for a long time and blogging for a long time. And then I hit an income wall and it's like, I don't, there's no more strategies to learn. And so breath work to me, it was kind of an introduction into like the deeper level of mindset, not just like saying affirmation, but really tuning into my nervous system. And so I kind of wanted, I'm not sure where to start. Cause I, I want to know your process for how you help your clients get sales. And I also kind of mm -hmm. want to know how the breath work plays a part in this like deeper leveling up that you're doing. So I'm just going to put that out there and I'll let you start. I'll let you oh. take us, take us on the sure. first step. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the breath work was kind of a result of um, my own health journey because, you know, I'm very science-minded and I'm very analytical. I'm very in my head. I like to analyze the shit out of things. And so with my own health, that's what I was doing. I was, um, I ended up doing a certification in functional lab testing. So I was like running tests and analyzing and looking at data and my entire health journey. I was just focused on like the physical and physiological side of things. And I didn't even look into emotional, spiritual, that sort of thing. And, you know, I'm someone who, I mean, like a lot of people, I was raised to not express my emotions, right? You're a drama queen. Don't, you know, don't freak out, calm down. You're fine. All of those sorts of things, which I think a lot of us were raised hearing. So I was really pushing everything down. And I believe that that played a huge role in what I ended up experiencing with my health, but I was very resistant to looking at it because it felt hard. I didn't get it. I thought it was stupid. And mm. I was very atheist, I guess, in terms of spirituality, I was raised going to an Anglican church, but we kind of gave that up when I was like 10 and just had no connection to God or spirit. So I was just like, not into that. And it was later on in my health journey that I started to I actually started to work with a mentor and started learning more about these things and started to really recognize that this could be playing a huge role in what I'm going through with my health. And so I actually started doing breath work after the same mentor kind of turned me on to it and was blown away by it. I was just like, holy crap. Like one of the first sessions I did, I just bawled my eyes out and I'm like very, I can be very apathetic and like stone cold bitch, you know? Uh, so <laughs> I was just like, Whoa, where did that emotion come from? That was crazy. And I was just like, wow, that was really powerful. So I ended up doing a, a facilitator training and then started to realize how powerful this could be in helping my students because, you know, like I tell them about the mindset stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, like watch out for imposter syndrome and like, you know, like this, 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 but I'm like, how do we actually move it out of the body? Cause you know, at that point I'd been doing counseling for years and like talk therapy, which is valuable, but it doesn't actually, it's good to become aware of things, I guess. And that's really valuable. But then what do you do with that? Right. And that's where I was getting stuck. I'm like, well, what do we do with it? So we can determine, yeah, you have imposter syndrome, but like, what do we do with it? Cause that energy is in your body. And so I did the facilitator training. Cause I just thought it would be a great way to help my students like clear energy and actually move some of the stuff out of their body and like out of the cellular structure of their body. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And so your story, I mean, you have quite a journey of, um, 
having like whatever the forestry gig was and then moving into the health coaching at some point and then moving into the business coaching. Can you talk to me a little bit about the pivot between being a health coach to helping health coaches? How did you, how did you launch that? How did you move out of the health coaching? Um, I want to talk about that briefly. Yeah. So I, um, when I started my business, so I was, I was on, uh, unemployment insurance at the point when I started my business, because I've been working in forestry, right. Which is seasonal. So you get laid off at the end of the season and you collect unemployment and I would like ski in the winters. And so I was in this situation where I was like, okay, I'm making like $1,600 a month from the government. Like, how do I just start making that my own business? And the certification program that I went through, um, I did really well in the program and they ended up offering me a position as a course mentor, which was great because it actually, what it paid me part-time was more than what I was making full-time in forestry. So I was like, great. So I ended up working for this organization about 20 hours a week for the first three years of my business, which was great. But what I was doing in that company was I was mentoring um, students as they went through the course. And then eventually I ended up uh, developing their graduate membership. And in that membership, I ended up delivering a lot of the business trainings. Cause at that point I was a few years into my business and, you know, they needed business help. And so I was kind of answering a lot of business questions and kind of leading some trainings. And I was noticing that I was getting really excited about that sort of thing. I was like, Oh, I really like this. And I really got excited about the business trainings. And then when my business got to the point where I ended up leaving that job, because my business was kind of taking off, I was like, oh man, like I really miss working with the practitioners and the coaches. And I really started to miss that. And then I was sort of doing business consulting on the side because people have been reaching out to me from that uh, community and been like, hey, can you you know, teach me how you did that? So I was doing a bit of like business consulting on the side. And then the big moment for me um, was interesting, but there was actually a, a woman who I follow online and she was a health coach and she actually made the transition into business coaching. And I watched her go through that transition and I felt so jealous. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, ah, I felt like I was like, what am I feeling? And I, I was just like, oh my God, like I'm jealous because I want to be doing that. Like I want to make that transition too. So that was actually a really big wake up call where I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be doing this. And then I kind of simultaneously was realizing how burnt out I was becoming that second wall, like you said, and just like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. I don't want to talk about health anymore because I'm doing this 24 seven. And so I just made the transition and it actually was a pretty smooth transition because I already had a lot of um, coaches following me just from the organization that I was associated with. And I just kind of started doing it. And then there was like maybe six months where I was doing both. I was like doing health coaching and business coaching. And I kind of dedicated certain platforms to health coaching, certain platforms to business coaching. But for anyone who's ever had like two niches with like a really small team, it was exhausting. (laughs) I was like, this is fucked. Like I can't do this. It was just too much. So I had to decide like, which one do I want to do? And I went for the business coaching. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, And so you, then you pivoted and then eventually, so you ended up hiring your own coach. So a couple of questions there, because one of them is you burned out from talking Mm -hmm. about health. And so that's something unique to like, when you, as a business coach are coaching other health coaches, you're like, they may also deal with this. And so did that show up in like, how, or maybe I should ask, how did that show up when you were helping other health coaches how did your experience in burning out help you help them? 
Yeah. So I think, um, I, I always do recommend like if, cause a lot of health coaches are, are doing it because they've had their own health issues. Like that is one of the most common reason why someone in that space becomes a coach like that. And there's definitely a lot of imposter syndrome that'll sit there because a lot of times that they're not fully healed. And mm. so they feel like, well, who am I to help other people when I um, haven't fully healed myself. And that was a big thing for me because I was niching in energy. So I was helping women with chronic fatigue while I had chronic fatigue. And I think that like, I was so hard on myself and it pushed me to maybe obsess over it a little bit more because I just felt like I have to heal this before I can be fully credible. Right. And so I try to teach my students that, you know, being an expert in something is just really blazing the trail, like a few steps ahead of the person behind you. Mm -hmm. And I think that helps because we want to be this perfect version of ourselves before we think we can help people. And I think that can cause a lot of exhaustion because we're, we're striving for this like perfectionism. We're being really hard on ourselves and that sort of thing. When really, like, I think having the same issue as your clients can actually be a really powerful tool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause people want to know that you've been through it. And, you know, when I was, I was, I just tried to be really transparent and I would talk about my struggles with fatigue. Like I was improving, I was getting better every day, but I was still dealing with it. And I think a lot of people really respected that. And a lot of people worked with me because of it. So I think, you know, I think it's important to not only if you have health issues, have your own coach. So you have this third party who is not emotionally connected to the problem, help you, but also like, don't be so hard on yourself and understand that like your intimate experience with the issue that you might be trying to help people solve is actually like a really, like, it's like a super power. Yeah. And I think that's really important to know too. I, I think it's really important if you are coaching that you often or always have a coach and that's, I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion or not, but I think to be a coach or to want to coach someone and not have that backing, um, you know, you need the accountability the same way that your clients need that accountability. So um, I think that's a really important point that I just kind of wanted to highlight. And so now, how do you get clients now for your, um, for your coaching business? Yeah. So my primary program is health coach accelerator and we have a few different ways, but I mostly sell through webinars and, mm-hmm. uh, and, so, and certain live events. So for example, um, right now we have an automated webinar and we run ads to what's called, um, a self-liquidating offer. So we have, we run ads to a low priced product, which is essentially uh, something that I pulled out of my program and, it's the intention is to kind of pay for your ads. Uh, so when people buy a low price offer, it kind of like liquidates the cost of your ads and it gets maybe what you'd call like a higher quality lead, like someone's who's just a little bit more interested in investing. And so we run into that and then we invite them onto an automated webinar, which invites them into the program. Now we don't get everyone through that, but then what I do is typically every couple months I do a live workshop. Um, typically I do one on sales and we then invite people in there. And I find a lot of people come in through the live event because they weren't necessarily like ready, um, yeah. coming right off of Facebook ads, like into a webinar, we get some people that way, but then we tend to close more of them. Like after the live event, once they can kind of get like that, um, experience of working with me in real time and kind of like my energy and that sort of thing. 
Yeah. That's kind of like the age old question these days is like, there's so many different funnels and there's people are saying like webinars don't work anymore. Everyone's doing this. Everyone's doing that. And so I think everything works. It's just as long yeah. as it, it, it feels good to you. And so just so I understand you're doing an SLO self-liquidating offer, which is a low cost offer that pays for itself. And then that leads them to, then they eventually get an, an invite to a live event. Is that right? Yeah. So first they'll get, um, on like the confirmation or like the thank you page for the offer. We invite them into the automated webinar. If they don't join, then we invite them again at the end of like the nurture sequence. Um, and then if they don't sign up then, then they actually go into a year long nurture sequence where we continue to warm them up. And then we will, um, also invite them onto these live events, which is typically a, like a low priced paid workshop. And then once or twice a year, I'll do like a bigger free event. Like for example, in February, I did a five day challenge to help them build their signature offer. Awesome. Love it. And so you're starting your funnel with the paid offer. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And do you teach your clients to do the same thing? No, because my clients are brand new. Yeah. <laughs> They're brand new and they don't even know, have a niche or they even have their business set up. So I would call this like, it's definitely like a more advanced strategy and I'm helping people who are, who are way before this sort of strategy. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm sure you and I are on the same page where you shouldn't be doing the low cost offer before you figured out your main offer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think you should even be doing like paid traffic until you actually like know your ideal client and you understand like messaging and communication and you know, like content creation. Yeah. You have that whole thing set up. And I, I mean, I, I, you may, might see this a lot too, but I see a lot of people who are trying to do these things without having any of those foundational pieces in place. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're starting ads before they even, well, before they even have an opt-in sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. And so for you and your business, so this, like having a funnel like this takes a lot of optimization and time and probably a team, like you're probably not running them on your own anymore. But what I found mm -hmm. for myself in any investing, but especially, and I'm not running, I'm running a little bit of ads right now, but I'm just kind of testing some stuff, but I'm taking a break from ads because when I started like a lot of my healing last year, I realized that <laughs> once I started tuning into how I was feeling, sometimes when I was like turning on ads and testing stuff, I was kind of like triggering myself. Mm. Um, and I was the ads for me, cause I I'm not good at tracking or optimization on my left to my own devices. And so I, it was like my, my nervous system wasn't right. Like I was, I was going outside of my window of tolerance. Um, and so I'm wondering if you can talk up anything about how you, how you, as a business owner, use the breath work and resilience and other work that you've done to continually like stretch yourself or how that shows up in your business or in your expenses or anything like that. Yeah. So are you familiar with human design? A little bit. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a projector, human design for uh, the listeners. is just, it's essentially like a combination. I think it's like astrology, I Ching, Kabbalah system, chakra system. It's a bunch of like these things combined in one for like the ultimate personality uh, test. And I'm a projector, which is maybe 15% of the population, but a projector is someone who doesn't have access to their own consistent source of energy. So I get my energy from like other people. Um, I have to be really intentional with my energy projectors are more meant. They're not really meant to be the workhorses. They're meant to sort of lead and guide and be coaches, but kind of essentially, uh, show other people how to do the work. And, um, 
I kind of dove into that about a year, maybe two years ago, year and a half ago. And I've really, really started to run my business like a projector. And it's been a game changer. And a big part of that was actually like building a team um, for, you know, I, I wouldn't say I have a huge business, but I have a, you know, a decent sized team of a lot of contractors. Like I really only try to focus on doing the things that I like in my business. Obviously I've gotten my business to a point where I can do that, but you know, I have someone who does operations. I have the virtual assistant. I have someone who does the Facebook ads, like graphic design, creative director. Like I have all those things because I just want to focus on supporting students and like improving my programs creating content, that sort of thing. And so that's been a really big piece. Um, so yeah, I do have higher expenses, but to me, that's worth it for the time to just spend doing the things that I'm good at. Um, and then in terms of the breath work, you know, with breath work, cause we, we get in ourselves into kind of like a tizzy throughout the day in different ways. You know, it's like, something's not working. And then we make it mean something about us. Like my Facebook ads aren't converting. Like I suck. Like what the hell? <laughs> or, you know, stuff like that. Or, yeah. you know, we get a mean comment on Facebook and we're like, ah, oh, I suck. Or like a student wants a refund or whatever. Like all these things, like little problems happen throughout the day. And I think over time you develop resiliency towards that because you just realize that it's just, you know, problems are just these neutral things that actually are good for the business because they make the business better. But when I get myself into a tizzy, like I love to do what's called integrative breath work, which is like a short breath work session. Cause you can do breath work for like so long. And I love to do like a nice 30, 40 minute breath work session where I like go through space and go to another planet. Like I love that, but doing like just like a five minute session to get yourself out of your head and back in your body. I have just found like so effective because when we're dealing with all that stuff, like the, I suck, or I'm not good enough. Like what the hell it's not working. Um, it's because we're in our head and where mm -hmm. we need to be is like in our body. And we rarely go there, <laughs> especially yeah. throughout the day. So I have to take these little breath work breaks throughout the day, especially when those things happen, just to kind of get back to where like everything is fine and everything is calm and like nothing has a story behind it. Yeah, I love that. Uh, breath work has definitely been one of the biggest resets for me. And I, when I discovered it, I just, I had got these new coaches in November and I'm with them for a year. And in our first conversation together, I'm like so emotional because I had such a bad year and I was just really upset. And then of course I make this big investment, which seems insane because I've had such a bad year. Why would I make this big investment? So on our first coaching call, I'm just like crying and upset. And they're like, yeah, we can't even really talk about business right now. Cause you just need to like get out of your shit. <laughs> so, um, and so they just told me like, they didn't tell me why or how it worked or why it worked, but they just said like, we need to build up like your resilience and your window tolerance and give you like a good reset. And so they just gave me a beginner breathwork exercise and they gave me another exercise that had to do with movement. And they just said, do these every day. And, and it was an 11 minute breathwork exercise by Wim Hof, who you might've heard of. Um, yeah. yeah. And it was, I just remember the first time I did one, I, it was so much more um, powerful. I don't know if powerful is the right word, but when I try to meditate, I, I have a really hard time just relaxing that breathwork was the first thing I've ever done that where I was really able to get 100% out of my head. Mm -hmm. And I felt I just had never had that feeling before. And that was kind of the beginning of my, of what I'm, my journey now. So I'm a, I'm a business and marketing coach, but what I've realized is that a lot of my clients get stuck probably where a lot of your clients get stuck, which is like the mindset stuff. They need the strategy. 
And eventually yes. they figure out the strategy and they get the sales, but then, then they start freaking out again. And that's all mindset and nervous system. And so that's getting a certification now where I can help people tie into that more. Um, but yeah, breath work, crazy stuff. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you said you did Wim Hof because my intro into breath work was Marcel Hoff, Wim Hof's brother, who also has his own breath work thing. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not. That is so interesting. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. It seems like Wim Hof does his breath work in like extreme environments in Europe, whereas Marcel Hoff is like in Bali. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's amazing. There's yeah. another breath work for, for everyone listening. You spell Wim Hof, W-I-M-H-O-F. And then Marcel, I'm guessing is M-A-R-C-E-O. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, so there's, there's these, you can all find all these guys on YouTube. There's another one I really like, and you should try this out too. <laughs> it's, um, it's called Breathwork Beats on Ooh. YouTube. Oh my gosh. I love it sounds so much. Good. <laughs> it's, it's exactly what it sounds like, like deep, intensive breathwork stuff to really good music. And so I get really into it, but, um, so tell me, what are you working on now? Well, what am I working on now? Right now I'm like in crazy optimization mode. <laughs> I'm like looking for all the holes, figuring out everything that's wrong in the business and just like optimizing. It's, it's crazy when you actually like look at certain things, you're like, oh, I haven't even looked at that in like a year. And that's actually kind of fucked. Like I have to deal with that. So I'm doing yeah. a lot of optimization, but I am actually planning on running an online event. My first online summit, um, hopefully sometime in June. And I've never done anything like this before, but I think I'm going to go for it and see what happens. Awesome. Very exciting. And where can people find you and find out more about the event? Yeah. So people can find me on Instagram. That's where I typically hang out. My handle is at Kendra Prairie Inc at Kendra Prairie INC. I answer all my DMS. If you have any questions, want to connect with me, you can uh, chat with me there. I also have my own podcast, which I think Allison is going to be a guest on soon, right? Yes. We do that? Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Um, it's called the wealthy coach. So we talk about strategy, mindset tools, um, anything that you need to uh, get started and grow your business to six figures. And my website is kendraperry.net. Awesome. Very cool. Um, well, I will leave all that information in our blog post and in the notes for the show. And if you guys have any questions, make sure to go follow Kendra Perry at KendraPerry.net and follow her on Instagram. Kendra, this conversation has been amazing. I'm going to go follow you. I can't wait to stay in touch. And thanks again. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Once again, this is Allison and thank you so much for listening. As a business and mindset coach, I help content creators get more visible so they can get paid with intentional strategy while thinking outside the box and by leveraging your unique passions. Make sure to find the free group Mindful Marketing Mavens on Facebook for over 100 free training videos. And then make sure to head to our website, alicereaves.co to apply for business coaching.